0: songs
1: Are you guys fucking stoked? It's crazy, right? Everything's fixed. We live in a utopia now. Yeah, I thought it was
2: nuts that, like, after the election... Like, okay, so there's all those people who are saying, like, after the election, you're not even going to hear about COVID anymore. And then, like, the election came and went, and then, like, COVID did just, like, go away. And that was, like, crazy to me. Because I was like, wow, you guys are dead on about this stuff. You were so prescient and, like, ahead... the way you're you're five braining this, like you're so far ahead of the normal person. What it is is they're political masterminds, and so they're
0: they're from way back. They're armchairs. They're seeing what the fucking campaign managers of these politicians were planning with this whole COVID hoax, and they were able to just like fucking reverse engineer their entire strategy.
2: Um, so good on them. Cheers, yeah, Kelly. Kelly lives inside Legoland now. I mean, like, it's just going gang. My wife agreed to it.
1: It's like, she was like, Biden's president. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm just, I'm in. Let's go to Legoland and stay there forever. (laughs) 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 And I'm like, babe, it's kind of expensive. Rents, it's not cheap. The security deposit is kind of weird because like, you just got to make sure you take pictures because you're going to lose a couple of bricks here and there, you know? Take blurry pictures when you move into Legoland.
0: Medicare for all, we got it. Green New Deal, we got it. Got it. Uh, Student debt, we got it. Minimum wage. George Soros, he's paying
2: everybody every week now, we got it. Uh, Yeah, stimulus, we got
0: it. Vaccine, we
2: got it.
1: All men are castrated, finally.
2: Microchips, we got it. (laughs) The female utopia is finally upon us, thank God. Um,
1: Snip, snip. They fixed 184.
2: they took all the women out of it. Wait, what? Wait, the what? Fuck? <laughs> wait, wait. Wait a minute. Wait, Traitor. Oh. <laughs> let's get <laughs> No, 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 no. I get unfriended. <sighs> I don't like where this bit
0: is going. I feel like you guys are railing against SJWs now.
1: No. This I was is... railing against no. <laughs> uh people who are afraid that when fucking centrist ass Democrats win elections, uh Oh, that they're yeah, gonna put balls and saying, chains yeah. around white males. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Biden. Yeah.
0: Biden says, "White men, you're done." Yep.
1: <laughs> As a
0: white male, he points at himself
2: and he shakes his head. <laughs> you see yeah. this? That's what he would do, though. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that
1: that part is real. That is like, what he, that, that part's not a lie. <laughs> that part's not a bit. We got to stop this malarkey. My name is Malarkey, and yeah. we got to stop this. The patriarchy is bad. We got to end the patriarchy. The patriarchy. <laughs>
2: Join my Patreon army.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got to get good at this. This is going to, this is, uh, we got to hone our, our Biden, Biden impression. Abrasions. All right, so let's go. Four years circle. at
2: least. To- no, get your, get, yeah, get your, get your upper teeth out. Like, get your upper teeth out. Get the veneers on.
0: Ice cream is yummy.
2: Come on, man. Hell. Hi, I'm from Delaware.
0: <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> You're doing Don <laughs> I'm from.
2: I am from Delaware. I'm
0: president. You're doing Foghorn (laughs) Langhorn meets Don Knotts. Hey, everybody. It's me, Joe Biden. Well, 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 I say I've been a senator for years. Famous southern lawyer. Yeah, he's always fanning himself with a piece of newspaper.
1: Oh. I remember just a few years back. outside the public tennis courts. That's good. Oh, no, it's going in more George Dub. It's fucking hard. It's hard to keep it. You lost it quick. Yeah, it's We're hard. to into George. No. No. I lost it. Here, let me try
0: it. <clears throat> let me try my Biden real quick.
2: <laughs> Marty, How's put that? reverb on that. <laughs> Welcome to Spoof Scoops and Novelty Songs. Podcast dumb shit, baby. We're back to the original subtitle. And I'm Marty. And I'm Kelly.
0: <laughs> How are we doing? And I'm Scott. Hold on a second. You guys, I'm having a um problem with my computer just to say Hold on. Ugh. The lights just shut off in my in my studio here.
2: Whoa. Weird. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> oh god. Scott, is everything going okay over there? Yeah, it's definitely not Grumlins,
0: cause those things are fake, not real, and they certainly mm. could never hurt me. If that's one thing I know for sure, then I don't know nothing. What about Gremlins 2? Could it be one of those? All I know is there's no way a gremlin's about to bust through the wall while I'm talking about how much a gremlin is not going to do the... <laughs> it's biting me a little bit. I'm bleeding slightly. Oh, ow, ow.
1: <laughs> I'm saying ow for you. Okay. I'm empathizing with you. <laughs>
2: Already addressing one of my main critiques of this movie, Scott. Wow. Hey, the Gremlin went away. I'm fine, by the way, you guys. Thanks for fucking asking. (laughs) Jesus. Hey, you're fine. This week, we're reviewing Gremlins 2, The New Batch, a 1990 American comedy horror film, the sequel to the 1984 horror comedy classic gremlins once again directed by joe dante once again featuring creature designs by rick baker once again featuring most of the main cast from gremlins zach galligan howie mandel dick miller etc gremlins 2 takes us away from the small town setting and into the big apple new york city where the gremlins are once again sprouting from the body of gizmo this time through the machinations of a corporation attempting to replicate gizmo Gremlins 2 was created from its very inception as a spoof of the first Gremlins movie, in particular, the commercialization of the first Gremlins movie, and includes many other moments of parody, satire, and general self-referential humor. Gentlemen, this was not a hit, though it is beloved and considered a cult classic. What was your opinion on Gremlins 2? The
1: new bat. I loved it! Really? What a movie! What a... Flick, a masterpiece of cinema and blockbuster fun time. It's a Kelly pick. It's a Kelly pick, guys. I'm going to come out and say it. No,
0: no, it's a Scott
1: pick. It's a Scott pick and a Kelly pick. Hold on. I'm grabbing the edge of this pick, and I'm pulling it towards my
2: side. (laughs) I want some of this pick, too. Hey, quit pulling that away from me and pull it towards me. I think this was technically a Kelly pick. I think... Scott did the first, did Gremlins 1, and
1: I think Kelly was like, hey, I'd like to get to Gremlins 2, by gosh. Yeah, these movies, they're a little, okay, practical effects are fucking nasty, guys. They're fucking gross. That's like- When slime is real, oh boy, is it real. (laughs) Slime being real hurts. It hurts my body, because I'm like, someone had to make that and touch that, and they probably went home real dirty and nasty. Do they have showers at these Universal Studios? Is that where you no, can... no famously, they don't. Oh my God, <laughs> dude, I don't know. We I feel like clean we can't, any of that up. I feel
0: like the first thing we have to say before we start talking about this movie is we have to recognize that hilarious key and peel sketch, yeah, it'd be weird if we didn't. I feel like we it's just we gotta clear the air that like that was like the uh, just a very good call out. Of this movie, if you haven't watched it, go uh, go on YouTube, type in Key and peel, Gremlins 2, watch the sketch, because otherwise I'm just going to do a brief summary right now. It's where they're, like, <laughs> pitching this movie, and a guy comes in, and, like, they each uh, pitch a gremlin, and it's all, like, sort of, like, free association of, like, all the different kinds of gremlins. Okay, <laughs> because... And now I'm just getting to my like actual like thoughts on this. Every sequel to especially movies like this, you have to raise the you have to go up in order of magnitude and like the whatever the movie is, you know, if it's gremlins, you have to have more gremlins or crazier gremlins. Alien, right. you gotta put that S on there. Come on, folks. Salient. Um so so yeah, so what they so but I I so having watched that sketch and um and then seeing the movie just all the foreshadowing they do to that there's going to be a bat gremlin and an electricity gremlin like cuz they basically just like at this company at the you know headquarters of this mega corporation where this whole movie takes place at they basically have like a mad science lab in the basement and so yeah that's sort of the hook of the movie that it raises yeah. it that order of magnitude is the gremlins get into the um, science lab and, and mutate in new fun ways that we didn't get to see in the first movie so that being said if that's really where like the juice of this movie lies just get to that
2: come on like it takes <laughs> forever to get to that it takes forever it did
1: take a minute it's very much like it It like edges you you know like you get into the movie and you're like oh my god Kelly it does it edges you along It's it's like hey look at this you kelly why this? are you smoking a cigarette with your you this, collar undone you see this furry guy you see this furry guy oh cut away cut away cut away cut away <laughs> yeah don't give him too much gremlin or they're gonna Hold fucking on. bust okay. green goo no, no 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 okay now cut back cut back cut back oh yeah. now They're he's a little bit close. closer to water a little closer to water oh cut away cut away cut away cut more away more Billy away.
0: more Billy stuff more Billy stuff go back to the Billy stuff
1: back to the Billy stuff back to the Billy stuff capitalism bad capitalism bad capitalism bad okay <laughs> back, back to this back to the filing cabinet that's where we that's oh, where we last left, left, we left the fur ball. Oh, the janitor's working on a drinking fountain. (laughs) I think I know what's about to happen. And then the water goes on him, and he splits. And then you're we're getting ahead of ourselves
0: here. We're getting ahead of ourselves here. You're
1: right. Cut away. Cut away. Back to Billy. Back to Billy. Girlfriend. Boss. The love triangle. Okay, 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 okay. You're just free associating the whole movie. Do we let him finish? (laughs) Now
2: he's just describing the whole thing.
1: (laughs) I feel like with this
0: edging talk, we have to let him finish, or I don't know what's going to (laughs) happen.
1: That's what I do. I free associate one part of the movie, and then I say, okay, and then it resolves itself. Oh, and then we cut to the end. end. Oh, and then do-do-do-do-do. Yeah, that's (laughs) right. That's how I write. That's my writing You go over
0: one two-minute segment for ten minutes, and then say, and blah-blah-blah, the end. (laughs) That
1: That is what I do on this pod. That's, like, my catchphrase at this point. Yeah, that's kind of your
2: thing. Guys, us talking about that, that's kind of meta, like this movie
1: is. oh marty doesn't like when it breaks the fourth wall i don't want to be talked to when i'm watching my movie even if it's your (laughs) idol hulk hogan (laughs) hulk hogan breaks the fourth wall that was the best bit of the movie but oh that of course you like that one because it's wrestling let's hold on let's
0: let's we're we're getting let's we're getting ahead of ourselves let's do a little fucking groundwork here just a basic explanation I can't do that. You do that. The, I'll do that. I can do it, and time me. I'll get it out in 120 seconds. Here we go. Uh, it's about uh, our our buddy, uh, the main gremlin name of... I forget what from the first one. Spot? What's his fucking name?
2: We already did all this information. We don't need more. It's fine. It's fine. The bad guy's name is Stripe, so... Gizmo. You're looking for Gizmo. Gizmo. It's Gizmo.
1: Is Stripe back or is that a new Stripe? No, Stripe was in the first one. Stripe is in the first one. Someone is in their car listening to their podcast and they're just yelling, It's Gizmo! It's fucking Gizmo, you idiots!
2: (laughs) That's how I feel right now, but that's how I feel right
0: now. (laughs) All right, listen the owner of the shop that sold gizmo dies gizmo is out on the street alone he gets found by these people from globo mega chem the corporation that uh billy our main character from the first movie with his girlfriend other main character from the first movie they they live in new york now they work at this company they're still together um and the owner of this company is like this like famous like CEO like billionaire. Is uh, it like
1: he's like Trump? Yeah, sort co- of. Yeah, yeah. Except um, like a little more competent.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get into this guy later. But then he's then um uh they're doing experiments on Gizmo at this corporation. Uh, Billy finds Gizmo. They're reunited, and then through right the janitor, Gizmo accidentally gets wet and splits into many gremlins and havoc ensues from there that's all i needed to say god was that so hard
1: that's like basically what i said god and kind of what i said too so we recapped the movie three times now did i space out during that <laughs> part? No, i thought just we kidding. just like <laughs> long, randomly launched into fucking we're good no that's good groundwork we're, we're good it's fine great groundwork
2: now what <laughs> now we're done <laughs> I don't like this movie I I did not like this movie at all At all
1: I hated this movie Marty you suck Marty is your name an anagram for no fun Cause uh <laughs> This movie is a blast I
2: acknowledge that Everything about this movie is something I should like. I think my problem with this movie, and it's a problem I had with the first one too, the main characters, they're not compelling enough. I don't care about what's happening in this movie because I don't care about any of the people in this movie at all. And Scott touched on this a little bit with his opening bit about the gremlins. It's weird that the gremlins don't actually cause any real problem or damage. They're kind of just fun And I actually kind of want them to be a little darker and more vicious. And nobody gets hurt in this movie at all. So what's the problem? They're just, like, wacky? Like, who cares? I feel like they imply people die, like,
0: off screen. But, like, yeah, anytime anybody's, like, actually attacked, like, they aren't, like, gored. They just, like, are, like, (laughs) they get, like, paper cuts. Like, I think somebody, yeah, yeah, somebody gets bit on the nose by uh, a gremlin. And there are, like, two perfect little, like, paper cut like fang marks on the tip of his nose
1: all right hold on hold the phone <laughs> who goes to see gremlins 2 and walks out of the theater being like i wish they focused more on the people
2: <laughs>
1: what the fuck is wrong with That's you what,
0: it's it's because the same problem with the first one the the kid who plays billy and i'm I hate to say this to phoebe cates too fucking some are it's partly just that the roles are written as like They're generic man and generic woman but like yeah they are two of the most boring fucking people on earth with some of the worst chemistry and just like yes just cardboard like yeah fucking and so yeah this movie focuses way too much on them not enough on these
2: yeah. gremlins <laughs> that we love <laughs> it's a lot like, in the gizmo movie should be the main character why isn't gizmo just the main character of this movie i don't he can understand that talk. Like, and then so yeah, can the other. Can so the one character. of the,
0: one of the mutations <laughs> right. that these gremlins undergo is there's, and, and I feel like that was such a wasted thing too. There's a gremlin who uh, gets like super, super intelligence and, and gains the ability to speak in an Australian accent. And then he <laughs> said, he uses all these big words, but like, Never actually said he's like Pete Buttigieg, like he just like never <laughs> fucking. Like, he, he he never actually says any. And it would be so interesting to get the gremlins like actual perspective to be oh, for right. him to like say like in like in like a really intelligent way like we are we are id incarnate. We will consume everything and we will never stop until we are done. But like yeah. you know even make it more flowery language. But like actually give the gremlins real motivation. But instead what he says. Is like we want civilization, but then everything that gremlins actually do is not that. So it was that. just like, yeah. so it's just like it's just all bullshit. And it's like you wasted this really interesting fucking
1: idea. Well, that interesting idea was sparked by him breaking into a laboratory. It's Stripe that gets smart, right? Isn't it the main one? The main. Well, bad apparently duck? it's not Stripe, according it's to not Marty. Stripe, that, I that, forget-
0: that was my question, though, because it's right. It's a different gremlin. Well, it's anyway like a what, new, it's a
1: different one, budding. He, he the, it's like the lab scientists are like, "Oh, where's the brain juice or whatever?" Like they had like a, a <laughs> like a, it's his name is
2: Brain Gremlin, which was played by <laughs> Tony Randall, famous actor Tony Randall voiced Brain Gremlin.
1: The the cardboard cutout thing, like they basically took a Lifetime movie script and added Gremlins to it. Cause, uh, yeah, this, the man and woman in the movie were very boring. And I remember like one of the opening lines from them is just keep your head down and keep working hard. And when you get a promotion, then we'll get married. It's like, why are you waiting? (laughs) What's the,
0: what are you waiting for? What's the difference? Cause you might not get that promotion. They try
2: so hard in the first like 30 minutes to give some characterization to the main human people in this movie. And it's just, what a waste of time! Because it's all bad. It's poorly written. None of it's thought out. Just get to the Gremlins. We just want to see the Gremlins having a good time. Yeah. I don't know. I just think. I just think that, the yeah.
0: uh, a, a bit a central tension in this movie is like through like a fucking like Shakespearean comedy of errors thing. Um, uh, Phoebe Cates thinks that Billy is cheating on her with his boss. Well, and then, Billy's being a real awful.
1: fucking doucher too, so that doesn't help. Awful. He's but he's
2: like unaware of
1: it. He's like he's like,
2: oh, she's trying to sleep with it's like just fucking terribly dumb yeah just
0: yeah, and awful. then him just awful. like the one of the well, biggest because Billy, the character of Billy is like truly is it's like Adam and Eve, like these are people who like were like
1: <laughs> I think they were born the minute before this movie started like <laughs> yeah, well, the, that's the other thing is like they're so they work in the same building. She works as like a tour guide, right. And he works as an artist. Um, doesn't matter. Either way, they end their shifts. He goes down to like tell her, Hey, Gizmo's in my filing cabinet. Please go get him. But then like only reiterates he reiterates the rules for the audience, like of uh, But he's like, Hey, my dumb girlfriend, you remember these three sentences? Like yeah. <laughs>
0: and then she like says him and he's like, "Yeah, very
1: good." Yeah, you got it <laughs> while he's like being dragged by the arm by his boss, which he didn't introduce them when she was just literally waiting. Oh, it's just very like okay. Yeah, and I get it It's for the like I don't care. It didn't bu- it didn't bug me that much. It's goofy like dissecting it, which is Dumb. Why are we? Doing it's this just podcast? like it's
0: supposed to be like it's we're supposed to like believe that the like this uh, problem that this couple is experiencing is like something that could happen to people, but it's like, yes, only if you, this is like a story that only applies to fucking idiots like who like can't who don't have the most basic communication skills.
2: <laughs> like Kelly's right. Is. Lifetime movie. It is just
1: like it's just not thought out at all. It's just and it's and that's fine, but. I think the world building they did was really nice, but at the same time, it's like you you move the setting to New York City and then you restrict it to one skyscraper in this like dystopian future, which isn't that far off from like what we're living in right now. To be honest, okay. like, that was kind of crazy. We're, if we're veering into yeah. likes, I love
0: that both Gremlins have like right an anti-capitalist, anti-consumerist. Uh, undertones and I, any, any, any like fucking like 80s or 90s movie where the villain is a corporation. Oh God, I fucking love it. So, set, whoever, whoever in the pitch meeting said we should set it in this, this building, this like big like corporation building that has like all these like inventions and shit in it. Or I like that the, the theme of, um, cause the dad being like a gadget inventor in the beginning one, I, this corporation yeah, so kind of. Keeps keeps yeah. a similar thing. It's it's not as good as the dad I, of all the characters to bring back from the first one. I don't know why they brought back the
2: um, xenophobic uh, <laughs> plow driver, the neighbor, yeah, the neighbor. Like, <laughs> right? It's because Dick Miller was like Dick Miller was like a character actor who was in all of Joe Dante's movies. But like, dude, I mean. The way they bring him back is also so forced. It's just like... They they act like the audience... They they, they think the audience is going to cheer when that guy walks back in. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right. And this it's like, guy... <laughs> like, you you can't have your cake and eat it, too. You can't make a movie that's, like, so uh, snarky and making fun of the idea of the first movie and all the rules of the first movie and then still doing all that stuff on top of that and then also making the fun of the fact that they're doing it on top of that. It's just like... There's too many layers to the satire here. And I just think it's like, it's like the first one is like sound. It's making fun of commercialization. The gremlins are the embodiment of that. And that's what the movie is doing. And it nails that in this movie. There's too many fucking levels. It's just too, it's trying too hard to hit in every fucking direction. And as Scott said, in one point in one episode, of this podcast,
1: if you spoof everything, you spoof nothing. I don't think it goes that hard. I don't think it's spoofing everything. I think it's I I think it's a fun movie. I think it gives you more of Gremlins, but like there's just not a lot of substance there other than that. They just basically wrote a script, threw gremlins in it, threw like some goofy ideas. Like it was literally the pitch meeting for a Key and Peel sketch. Like they're just you want an animated electric zapping gremlin, spider gremlin? Back gremlin, sexy gremlin with lipstick who just sexually assaults one of the protect well one of the antagonists I guess technically. But that's okay. Like, yeah. Just really quick while you're on that, yeah. I, I forget. I don't remember
0: why that guy deserved that because the movie treats it like like this is like our sort of last laugh in this movie is like this guy we're supposed to which the. The is this supposed to be like in the first movie when they set up like Mrs. Mrs. Yes. Stankalina, who's like, I'm going to kick your dog? <laughs> like yeah, they they, yeah, they, they yeah. do like an excellent yeah. job of making her the most cartoonishly hateable character. So then when the gremlins fuck her up, you're like, yay! They like throw her out the window, and you're like, this is yes. great because they did such a good job of making her so loathsome where this guy i'm like why am i mad at him like i don't you're,
1: you're mad at him for participating in brown nosing too hard and like the capitalist structure like he's he's the one trying to cover up the fact we don't need to close the building we don't need to announce this like stop it's everything's fine everything's under control and then he's also one of well this is getting me just i one of the things my main complaint about this
0: movie is that it has a i would say the underlying main problem that it has is the same as um the purge which is it it has a d- different central tension every scene or they like yeah. keep developing new central tensions and then not like following through on any of them
1: because there's like three there's like four antagonists one of them's like the main ceo who's kind of just a doucher you just hate him because he's successful and clearly an airhead i guess like
2: yeah yeah
1: um, one of them... I, did I say the purge? I meant the binge, excuse me. You meant the binge, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we all knew. We all knew. Uh, one of them's the guy who's, like, working security. He, like, fires that one guy for taking a smoke break uh, remotely and then says, hey, we're hiring for this position. Like, announces it to everyone. Which you get,
0: or even them talking about how, like, the company, like, surveils its own like that never really comes back and other than like being like a convenient thing of we can see the gremlins from this control room i yeah, guess yeah
1: it it was like i think it was meant to be as like a central point for them to look at oh what are the what are the what are these gremlins up to what are the antics then they got the protagonist on one side who's stuck doing B movie horror type stuff in the basement studio he's like and he, they set that up so stupidly and being like You know, I never wanted to do this. I always wanted to be a news reporter. And then, like, halfway through the movie, he, like, tells someone to grab a camera, and he just starts doing the news report on what's happening. And it's—there's a lot to unpack. It's 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 too complicated. It's very complicated. It's not fulfilling. I had fun. Hey, guys, I had a fun time. And this is coming from someone who thinks those practical effects were icky, gross, ewee. I don't... <laughs> let's get the slime <laughs> off these puppets. Those puppets would be nice and clean and fine, and then you get them wet, and then they're all slimy and gross. Ew. Uh, if you keep your expectations
0: low, this is uh, a really fun movie. Or if you go into it just like, I really liked watching those gremlins get up to hijinks and, like, fuck with people and scare them in the first gremlins and you just want more of that and that's all you go into it wanting then then gremlins 2 is good i think it's a very entertaining movie if but like if there's hardly a plot or like the plot is like very it's trying too many things and kind of doing none of them so i don't know i guess five out of ten because like half of this movie was fucking all, all the stuff with the gremlins love it all the stuff with the people Nothing, <laughs> and as a spoof, jeez, I don't know. I want all the spoof points. Um,
1: I gave to the first one. Go to that one, and then this movie is what like are about they spoof. They spoof women. They spoof a bat. They spoof a <laughs> yeah. spider. They spoof electricity. <laughs> That's they spoof true. geeky people. They spoof. It's
2: spoof. It's
1: spoof central
2: over there. I will defend the movie as a spoof just slightly. It is spoofing the first movie. Is it good at it? No, I don't think it actually... And also, did the first movie need to be made fun of? Was it that big of a commercial hit? Or, like, there was that much merchandising? It's like, Spaceballs does this better. Spaceballs does what this movie is kind of trying to do, I think, in a much better way. Which, spoiler alert for a future episode. Uh, Spoof... Rating, 4 out of 10. Movie rating, 4 out of 10. Can I just
0: bouncing out This, this? I think, illustrates your point well of when it's trying to spoof the first movie is when Phoebe Cates is, like, doing, like, a, it's supposed to be a joke about the monologue she gives in the first movie about how her dad dressed up as Santa Claus and was going down the chimney, and, like, he died, and that's why she hates Christmas, and it's, like, this really, like, campy, like, it's just, like, such an insane thing and then they just like they try to make a joke about it in this one doing like easter and then like it just doesn't work it just like is it's like, like the, it's why? like yeah and but and it, but it's such because that is such an insane scene in the first one but it like it's like the you, you are not
2: the people to make this joke like you can't make fun of yourself when like you did it you know what i mean like that's what oh. i'm saying it's like they're, they're they're trying to have their cake and eat it too they're trying to make fun of themselves but then also still kind of just like revel in what they're doing as a fun thing. And I just think that never works as a spoof thing. Like, I think that always just comes, kind of comes off like... um, Really like a... Like, you're trying to be... Oh, we're better than the jokes we're making. And it's like, I'd rather you just made better jokes. And I think this movie doesn't have that many good jokes. I acknowledge this isn't, like, a bad movie, necessarily. It's, like, well-made. The production design is incredible in this movie, for example. But I think it's just like... I watched the whole thing. I didn't fucking care at all. I was so bored watching this movie.
1: I... I'm going against the grain. I give it a 7 out of 10 as a movie. I think it's a fun time. I didn't have many expectations for it. I think that the Gremlins IP is... is one of the few IPs that I feel like could use a reboot, but I know they would fuck that up, like, so bad, and I know it would be terrible. Because it, it, even in this Gremlins movie... Gremlins in the phone. Keep saying yeah, it. Up. Yeah, even in this movie, it's it feels like a lot of uh like almost like a just a circle jerk type writing and producing session of just like self-referential and no checks and balances no one telling them hey maybe this doesn't work so well like it's just a lot it's it's very but 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 i don't go into a movie like this thinking like like wanting that much substance like this is a light easy watch you turn to it every now and then. You turn your head and it's on. In the ba- if you have it in the background, you turn your head and you're just like, oh, there's, those gremlins are at it again. What are they doing this time? Oh, they're swinging from a ceiling fan. Except that was in the first movie that that happened. <laughs> uh, and I don't know. Like a six out of 10 as a spoof. It's, like I said, spoofs everything spiders, bats, women, <laughs> well, electricity. <laughs> electricity. Electricity. Geeks. I would say
0: for this movie it's like a lesser version of of if you spoof everything you're spoofing nothing it's just like if you say yes to every single idea you end up with a watered down movie because you can't like actually dig into they they
1: put they put so much into those like five central figure gremlins the ones that i list and the ones that are in the Keen peel sketch that it's just like it's fun but like it was also like that it's like we gotta make enough to have a full set of happy meal toys and it's like no one cares. I don't know it's like it does feel it <laughs> it does feel like they're
2: trying to commercialize it even more and I think right. that's part of the joke of it but that doesn't work. It's like you're no. kind of just doing the thing you're trying to make fun of though so it's like you're right. Just-
1: yeah, it's like spoofing capitalism, but also participating in capitalism harder than it's, it's it needs It's a Warner to. Brothers
2: release. It's a Warner Brothers release, and they're spoofing yeah. capitalism. It's just like, come on,
1: right? I, I do love the trope of like I would. They need to bring that back of like uh, small town farm boy versus big corporation type plots because those are great. Like the the cheesier the better when it comes to that stuff. IMO, but yeah fun movie scott
2: yeah do you have a novelty song i do well actually it's my this week
0: i have marty you usually have a question for me well this week i have a question for you and that question is... Who let
1: the dogs out? We're finally oh doing it. Oh, my
0: God. How did you... <laughs> ah,
1: nice. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I can't believe I guessed that. Well, the party was
0: right. The party was jumping. Hey, y'all, ya, yo That's right. We're talking about who let the dogs out from the year 2000, the millennium, baby. Uh, Would you guys care to guess where this song peaked? On the Billboard Top 100. Kelly can go
2: first. We're
1: number one. We're number one. It was probably like number three, but I'm guessing number one. I'm going to go number number 10. Number 10. What if I told you, I? this is hard for me to believe, but
0: Wikipedia wrote it down and so it must be true. Number
1: 40. Whoa. It only reached. There's a lot of good songs around that time. I can tell you that. <laughs>
0: Boobastank. I mean, it's kind of true, but it, but that's the thing is, it, so it only reached number forty on the. And you know what I think? You know what I think? Part of it um has to do with, is because people knew, we're not going to buy this whole album, and iTunes hasn't been invented yet. That's my yeah reasoning, right? Because people didn't want to get the whole album.
1: They had singles though. It wasn't yeah. on a single.
0: Yeah, I just don't know. It's it's so hard because yes, the song fucking infected the zeitgeist so hard that all i had to say was i have a question and kelly knew what i was talking about you know what it was (laughs) you
1: know what it is they the billboard top 100 wasn't counting the Kaza, the limewires the napster plays yeah i don't
0: know what it is because then it also reached number one in australia and number two in the uk so i don't know why here it's such a big difference
1: who is president george w right
0: Uh, well, it depends on on what part of the year. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like this is a summer hit, so I want to say this is like during the election.
1: Oh, that's why. We were too focused. Yeah. (laughs) handle We were waiting to see if
0: Gore or Bush let the dogs out. <laughs> this song was not originally written by the Baja Men. It was originally written uh, by a Trinidadian artist uh, by the name Anselm Douglas uh, and his version of the song was called Doggy. Um, so let's actually, let's get a taste of his original version which was released in 1998. So yeah, here's Anselm Douglas with Doggy.
1: this 98 like uh synth midi whatever is happening i'm loving it i've just been i've been listening to the marvel vs. capcom 2 soundtrack a lot i think i've mentioned that the oh, last yeah. time we recorded but not on you the did. record uh and that dude that just it's just so good when you you hear like you hear the uh the thought of like very good music, but it's limited by a keyboard that you're using from the nineties. And mm. I think it's a very interesting concept of like, Oh man, I wish I could get like real sounding trumpets here. This is pretty close. And now it's <laughs> like, nah, <laughs> yeah. it's, it wasn't. But, uh, yeah, I dig that. I've just been, that aesthetic has been really getting me lately.
0: You say, Hey, Move over, Walter. I have a different favorite MIDI.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Get out of here. I mean, Walter MIDI wasn't even in the running for favorite. Let's be real.
0: So, yeah, we just heard the Anselm Douglas version, which uh, the Baja Men's producer uh, heard this and brought it to them and said, hey, you guys should record a version of this. And that's what, you know, blew up and. Yeah, they had just released uh, an album before that that was like uh pretty unsuccessful, so they were on a real downturn and this song uh, you know, really bailed them out. Um It's almost like
1: a bad thing though. Like it's not entirely bad, but it's just like, oh man, a glimmer of hope that we'll be successful. Uh nah.
0: they had one other like kind of hit that was in um the Paul Giamatti is blue movie. Big fat liar?
1: Uh, big fat liar. Yeah, Amanda Mm -hmm. Bynes, Frankie Muniz.
0: But other than that, yeah, I don't think they had much other commercial success. Uh, so uh, Anselm Douglas, you know, never claimed to come up with the the woof 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 chant. Oh, 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 and and who actually came up with that chant that is you know within this song is is a subject of contention with many people claiming to have come up with it. There's an entire documentary on the subject of who came up with the woof, woof, woof chant. Uh, and it's called Who Let the Dogs Out, which I think it came out just this year. So you can check that out. But uh, spoiler alert, it's still it's still there are still many people claiming the fame to have come up with the woof, woof, woof chant. Like some people say that it came from like uh, like sports, you know, like uh, fans cheering. Uh, but yeah, other people claim to have come up with it other places.
1: I mean he's he says who so it's basically someone just wants credit for changing the who to the woo to woof I think so, somebody wants credit for coming up with who whoo,
0: who. Woo, woo. right but or like something 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 whoa who who. my favorite sports team here Whoa, who. I think that's what they <laughs> San uh, Francisco came 49ers up with. Woo. yeah woo. thank
1: you <laughs> thank you mad libs but they do, but he, he, in the original version, he just, it's who let the dogs out? Who, 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 who? So like, who cares? Yeah. You changed, you switched two letters around, essentially. What is there to gain? At this
2: point for credit. For Who taking cares? credit? Yeah, it's like like what are you gonna gain? I don't know.
1: Watch this damn movie. I'm not the fucking ambassador of the woof woof <laughs> chants. I'm pretty sure they award you with twenty Twitter followers that are all bots. That's what you get. <laughs> oh, like me.
2: <laughs> nah, you
1: guys me. Victoria's sexy woman is not a bot. She is real and she is liking your tweets. <laughs> I have to tell you that this song
0: appeared in Rugrats in Paris, Rat Race. You didn't have to tell me that. I do have to tell you that, and I have to tell you that it was in Men in Black, too. And I also have to legally tell you that this was dubbed the third most annoying song of all time by Rolling Stone magazine. And you know Fair what? Fair enough. This whole time, I've neglected to suggest that we listen to the actual Baja Men version. So. With all these factoids in mind, let's get a little taste of the Baja men singing Who, let Who Has Let the Dogs Out? Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? Gentlemen, uh, I nice just got a letter in the mail <laughs> saying that um, the two hosts of the uh, uh, local dog show have died and they need two replacements or the two judges (laughs) dude i've been literally are you guys willing to step in oh the host also just was hit by a meteorite and they need me to host my god i love dogs i'm absolutely in hey what if i told you a doggy is nothing if he don't got a bone i believe i mean uh actually I you know what they need us all to be the hosts slash judges. So guys, I'm gonna bring out so it's we have a, an eight-dog bracket here, and I'm gonna bring out the first two contestants. So um I need you guys to describe for the audience um each of these dogs. So first let me uh introduce you to our our first pup contestant. I'd like you to meet Garvin. This is our first dog. So here, I'm going to pull up uh, the little description card, and you guys can go into your thoughts or on, on Garvin.
1: Are These these dogs are all available for adoption, by the way. Uh, and
0: they will be incinerated at
1: midnight tonight
0: if they are not. <laughs> you uh. better...
1: <laughs> oh my god, my dog is going to be in this. This he? Garvin. Garvin's going to be... Garvin's a pug. He's adorable. He's got shimmering eyes that that when you look deeply into them say hey I love you those eyes tell you that he loves you he's four years old he's got a taste for people food he loves to beg he does get dingleberries a bit easily he is partially blind and because he is a pug goes without saying he snores a little bit he's a bit of a snore alright and so there goes Garvin's
0: uh, uh, owner walking him up to the stand and here comes his uh, his Opponents in our first bracket uh guys meet yearly,
1: oh shit,
0: yeah,
2: yearly is an eleven eleven year old lazy eye my he might be stuffed, I can't see his legs moving much, but he's being pushed on a cart, and he can say one sentence in English <laughs> once per calendar year oh, shit. all right, so uh. Yeardley's owner just picked him up and placed him
0: on the uh, opposing uh, stand. So, judges, uh, uh, have you made your decision between Yeardley and Garvin? Who, who is continuing to the next round?
2: I have made my selection. Uh, Yes. Okay, well, who do you choose? I choose Yeardley.
1: Yep, Yeardley makes it. Uh, Garvin, you got a bright future ahead of you. We'll see you next year. <laughs> Oh my god, there goes Garvin. I can see the fiery glow behind the door. They just locked <laughs> him oh, no. in.
0: No! Yikes, well, you have to mid- midnight people uh get Colin. Uh okay, so Yeardley makes it to the next
1: round. Uh next bracket, uh up first we have Melville. Oh my gosh, he's so Melville, an adorable 7-year-old year from Queens. He never barks. He's terrified of everything. Especially storm drains, and he takes forever to shit and get off. <laughs> and he gets off on you <laughs> waiting. Literally, he'll hump your leg while he's. Uh, so you got uh, the you people at home can't see. Um, so Melville the dogs. is a
2: what kind of dog is he? Some he's some sort of terrier, I believe. Some sort of some sort of Yorkshire terrier. I he's might a say. Yorkshire
1: terrier. He is wearing his mask, and he's wearing it. Properly, over the nose, over the mouth. He's a good boy. All right, he's, he's gingerly boy. climbing up onto the stand.
0: Uh, the next dog uh, we have uh, walking out here with her owner
2: is Edna. Edna, I can't quite describe the type of dog that she is, but she's five-year-old. She's has a Facebook page. She barks at the drop of a pin, has a bed with her name on it, Sign- <laughs> She has significant eye gunk and she is racist. Oh my god. Right off I'm she's gonna pick a, Melville. I can tell she's you. She's a
1: cocker Spaniel. She's got beautiful hair oh. coming off of her ears, uh, mm. nice pattern. Um but the racist thing definitely a big no no in this competition. It's she you know, I thought she was racist because while she was running around on her big uh, astroturf area, she took a big dump where we put Black Lives Matter, and I was just like, Oh my god, <laughs> Jesus, what the fuck, yeah, and she like up.
0: smeared it on the it's, yeah, yeah. Well, I so, uh, Martin has picked Melville. What do yeah, you Melville, say? Melville advances. All right, Melville advances to the next round. Let's go on to our next uh, brackets. Here comes uh. Judges, I'd like you to meet our next contestant. His name is
1: Globin. (laughs) Globin is an adorable pit bull mix. He's three years old. He ate your headphones. Not your earbuds. Your over-the-ear Sennheiser $300 headphones. He ate the whole court and everything. It might come out in one piece. I doubt it. Uh, He whines a lot. And it's absolutely terrifying when he runs. All right,
0: he's uh, running. Speaking of, he just—oh my god—he's doing laps around the stadium. Oh my he's god, just, it
1: is very. Oh, it, it looks oh, like he's shit. like three
0: inches above the ground. He's so low. <laughs> he's just at a full. Okay, he made it up onto the His stand. His gait is incredible. <laughs> All right, and then our next contestant
2: uh, judges meet Atlas. Atlas is two years old, a perfect sphere. <laughs> he's a—I think—is some kind of Pomeranian. He moves by rolling his 98% fur and eats by absorbing his prey. I've got to tell you, I have a special affinity for this young Atlas. He's a, a beautiful little ball of fur, and I shall be selecting him to move forward in the competition. Uh, yeah, Atlas. You know? <laughs> All right, Atlas moves. Oh, my God, he's absorbing. I love, I <laughs> he's I absorbing. Love. Globin
0: no. is trying no. to pull himself Globin. out, from the back to the front being... Consumed Yeah, oh you know what? It's gone. probably better to
1: be absorbed than incinerated. So yeah, it'll maybe he'll come out in one piece. It's like falling
0: into the sarlac pit. Oh my god. All right, uh meet our next contestant, judges. Here is Goliad. <laughs> oh my, god. <laughs>
1: <sighs> oh my I think
0: god, the ground is shaking as he enters the stadium. It looks as though Holy the door shit. is not big enough. Oh my god, he just
1: broke through the door frame. He's only he's six years old. He's an anarcho-communist, he was raised in Siberia, he's cybernetic, and he loves ham. (laughs) (laughs) And he is a big fella. That is one big dog if I've ever seen one. Oh my god,
0: these armed guards are having to (laughs) usher him onto the platform
2: with these taser rods. Like they're pushing King Kong up there. It's not affecting him at all. He's just mildly <laughs> perturbed from the electric shocks.
1: I believe it's a Bernice Mountain Dog, if I'm not mistaken.
2: All and, right, judges.
1: Uh, well, half Bernese Mountain Indubitably, Dog. Indubitably. Here yeah. comes our final contestant.
0: Or wait, she should be coming out of the door <laughs> any second. It's hard to...
2: Well, our final contestant is named Trisha. Wait a second. That's... How long have I had this dog? I don't remember. Why is it looking at me like that? Where did this dog come from? Dear God, it's standing up on its hind legs. It's walking towards me like like a person, like some sort of Muppety type thing. Get back, Kelly. Get away from me.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Well, the dog uh, is just walking like a human being in a dog costume. Uh, Goliad wins. The... <laughs> Wait. All right. <laughs> okay. Goliad just ate this human dog in a single bite
1: <laughs> alright
0: fellas that means it's uh Yeardley the eternal stuffed dog versus oh no versus uh Melville Melville the mask wearing mild friendly dog He, I think he might be
2: related to um Otto 100% Yeardley Yeardley, all the way. Actually, I think the Cocker Spaniel dog would have been related to uh, a good boy <laughs> named Otto. Well, Yeardley is one, but his his facial expression has not changed
1: in the slightest. I it's just like want to. The... Did he already say the sentence that he can say this year? Hold on. I'm I'm putting the mic next to him. Yeardley, have you no, said your sentence for this
0: no, year? No, no, no. Don't root it. I want. I guess he must have said it already. Right? I, I think he's used up for this year. All
1: right. If he's used up, then. Uh... He's, he's seed number two for next round. Or wait, number... Yeah, number two.
0: Well, there goes little Melville off to the uh, incineration chamber. Again, <laughs> folks, please call in before midnight or these dogs will be put to the fire. Uh, next up... um, I don't find this funny, but okay. <laughs> I don't find it funny either. I really hope people call in. Uh, Next up is Atlas, uh, the perfectly spherical d- dog of fur and... An inner layer of acid, possibly? Uh versus Goliad, the giant uh Siberian anarcho-communist cyber dog.
1: <laughs>
0: I select Goliad.
1: Boo. But okay.
0: Well, it's oh it comes to an audience uh an audience vote. Audience, who do you select?
2: Goliath. Like Goliath. Goli- yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: oh my story. god all these yes. <laughs> shirtless uh, Russian Lash. men stood up and just started pounding their chest uh, Lash. Uh, Lash. Right. oh no a bunch of Greek guys <laughs> also shirtless <laughs> oh no they're clashing in the middle of the stadium they're all they're having a
1: sword fight Do all, mm, I guess we can't have them fight it out because that's not how that's not a good look for a podcast because there's no visuals What's this? Yeardley is getting up up to the podium.
0: Stop the violence. <laughs> Stop the
1: violence. That was two sentences. That's dogs, the most sentences Yeardley's... Do- it's a
0: run-on sentence and don't <laughs> cut me off or else I, I shall have wasted this opportunity to say what I am about to right now, which is dogs must stand to together Oh my god he said wow, the violence G. has ceased <laughs> <laughs> the violence has ceased and he's united all wait dogs together strong
1: <laughs> Oh my god all the dogs have uh, banded together and with that, oh my god, Atlas is absorbing all of them. <laughs> He's growing in size. He's growing in with size. Each dog,
0: it's like a katamari kind of a thing. It's
1: crazy. <laughs> well, Atlas wins. <laughs> I think we should get out of here before the dogs absorb us. Okay, I'm out. Thanks for having us. We really appreciate it. Uh not this isn't the end of the podcast though. <laughs> yeah, this is the end of the dog well, show. It's the end of the dog show. The-
2: we appreciate you allowing us to the dog show, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah,
0: looking at the uh, Associated Press right now, and it says that all the dogs in the world have been absorbed and become—it's just dog now. <laughs> it's got its own
1: orbit. That wouldn't be that bad of a place. Dogs make for wonderful pets. We have a second moon, and it is dog. Wow. 2021 is shaping up to be pretty crazy, guys.
2: A wild year. Who knew Joe Biden was going to make this kind of stuff happen, huh? I'd like to give a speech at the end of the
1: dog show. Come on, folks. (laughs) Enough with the malarkey. Is that a braid? (laughs) Hey, Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah yes to both of you what do you have a novelty product guys are you still in the call you have a novelty product <laughs> yeah he was waiting for me oh my god that game of chicken and i was the victim <laughs> i wasn't even participating in that game of chicken and i was the victim of it yeah i got a product and you're you're in luck i don't have a segment listener so the podcast will end soon my product is a uh, gremlins themed tiki mugs <laughs> whoa whoa Man. the commitment you bought gremlins
2: themed tiki marks? why do you think
1: i was pushing to watch gremlins 2 so freaking hard so you could finally buy those so i could finally show these off i've had them in my uh antique collecting drawer for months oh, it only comes with one that sucks okay well fun you never opened it no, I never... This is first time opening it. It's an oh unboxing God. podcast. Everyone loves those. <laughs> yeah, I love the sound uh, of styrofoam. It comes in about a one foot by... Or wait, seven inch by three inch box by ten, eleven inches. Got two pieces of styrofoam. And uh, it's stripe in a ceramic form.
0: Yeah, he's not the cute fuzzy gremlin. Or he's not a Mogwai, He's in full gremlin mode.
1: Yeah. He's in full Gremlin, and it's a little terrifying to look at. It's pretty, it's not bad. Not bad build quality. Uh, We'll see if they come out with a new updated version with a new processor next year. Who knows? There's no headphone jack. <laughs> uh, how With the sh- curvature
0: of the mug, do you think you could drink
1: out of it, or is this just a show mug? I think it's mostly a show mug. Or if you're drinking out of it, you should use a straw with an umbrella. Because uh, oh, because you said
0: tiki mug too. Duh. It is a tiki is mug, not a... yeah.
1: So I think it's for rum-based drinks, rum and or tequila-based drinks.
0: I wonder if there's a guy. There's got to be a gremlins-themed drink out there somewhere. Ooh.
1: Uh Sure. I didn't look any up because I'm unprepared. <laughs> but luckily for. You guys, we've already been recording for like an hour and a
0: half. <laughs> so we're we don't feel like looking it up.
1: Yeah, we don't feel like looking it up. You
0: do it. Hey, do you do really it. Hey, if you heard me say that and you're really that curious, you fucking do the look.
1: Honestly, work. for how much I paid for this I didn't realize it was only one mug. It was like $13. <laughs> Yipes.
2: Ooh. Expensive mug.
1: I'm a little disappointed. But also I don't want it. I just don't want it in general, so that's a fun that's a fun. It's thing funny too <laughs> because in that
0: styrofoam thing there's like a spot for a second mug and that box looked like it had been like scratched open. Almost like something <laughs> crawled
1: <laughs> out
2: of there. Oh my god, Scott, look behind you.
1: <laughs> sip sip <laughs> Hey, that's my <laughs> other mug, you 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 gremlin you. I know what the recipe is for the gremlin drink. What's the and recipe? I'll never tell. Oh.
2: What is it? What is it? What is it? It's piss. Oh, <laughs> gremlins! This is you're not focused <laughs> enough. That's see, this is the problem with you, gremlins. You're just like wacky, but not wacky in a specific sense. Hey. <laughs> That's a heck of a. Kelly, you know what? You're kicking off our first product of 2021 in style. That's a heck of a novelty product.
1: That's it a even ties product. into the movie we did. Can you imagine if we spent $13 a week on these products? Boy, we'd be bankrupt. <laughs> well, I just spent $600 yeah. on my novelty product. Is it a phone?
2: Is it a stimulus check?
1: Is it a. Sic- uh, oh. Yeah, that's the
2: joke I'm doing. Oh.
1: <laughs> Guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening everyone. Are we done.
2: <laughs> yeah. are we done. I love how, I love
1: ending the show on a low. On a, end real, on a real a real like just fucking like
2: screeching halt. You
1: know it's you know it's a good show and Marty's sending us the movies we have to watch next week before we even finish recording the episode.
0: <laughs> he's he's getting he's, he's wrapping just, it up before he's he's, he's, he's got is. 3 feet out the door. It's like when there's like 15 minutes of class left, but Marty has like his backpack all zipped up, and he's like his knees are like 90 degrees to the fucking chalkboard, like he's and like like a quarter of one butt cheek is on the seat, like he's ready to fucking Guys, go. I'm, yeah. hungry.
2: I'm hungry. You know it's you know we've gone long when I'm the one who wants to end the podcast early.
1: <laughs> yeah, next week we're doing La La Land. Thanks for listening, and we appreciate it. Bye bye. Already needs pizza.